0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better act what I need. Hat, hat on. Suit on. Looking like a trapper giving Give me the dress Like a million bucks. Got things in his cups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey. Oh yeah. said listening mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Will <laughs> 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 you please? Come why don't you join me?
1: Do your thing. That it. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only. Uh-huh, Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Mm, yeah, I do. <laughs> Man, God been so good to me over the years. In spite of all the mistakes I've made. In spite of all the dirt I've done to myself. I'm talking about winning in knowing I was wrong his grace and mercy has forgiven me for all of my sins God can forgive you of all of your sins everything you've done God can forgive you he can wipe your slate clean now now might you might have some um you know things you got to deal with because of some of your actions understand that but you can wipe your slate clean you can wipe your slate clean with God and start again. You can repent. God has mercy and grace. You can be forgiven by God. Now, people, that's another story. Some people may never forgive you for it. You've hurt them all. Or maybe they're accusing you of doing something else. But, you know, they may never forgive you. But God, God is in the redemption business, man. God will forgive you for every sin you've ever committed. But you got to want forgiveness now. And then you got to come correct. Cause what you can't do is, you can't shoot him to crap now. You, you can say that conversation with him. You know, what, whatever you told your lawyer, whatever, whatever you told the victims, whatever you told, whatever the story is you got going. If it ain't the truth, you can say that with God. Cause please know he know. And he know your heart. He know if you trying to manipulate somebody, just for the system, if you're trying to say this just so you can get out, he know all of that. So if you're planning on shucking him and jiving him, save your breath before you wind up digging yourself in a deeper hole. Just just let me give you that piece of advice, because he ain't nothing to play with. He's too great to be played with. And so with that in mind, I want to share some positive stuff with you this morning, man. I want to say this, I want to remind you not to let your circumstance and your situations Dic- dictate your future or your results. I'm gonna say this again. This is important information, man. Don't let your circumstance and situations dictate your future or your results. Do you know that in order to get the f- a different future or some different results, you control that entire situation? It is you. It is your thoughts that control the entire situation. It is how you look at the situation that will determine how the situation is for you. See, the same situation can be totally different for two different people. Because you can say, you look at the examples of history, just, just look look in your neighborhood. How can, there was a book that a guy wrote one time who had the name, he had a name. And he did some research and he found a guy that grew up at the same age in the same neighborhood as him, with the exact same name. He went on to become a corporate CEO. The other man was a, 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 a an inmate. And they had the same name, grew up in the same neighborhood. They were both brothers, you know, not, I'm just saying brothers, uh, men. And, and they grew, and they went to different, because how can two different, two people, the same situation, and the results turn out so different. It is because of the thought process of one was completely different from the thought process of the other. You control it. You don't have to let your circumstances and your situations dictate your future or your results. Here's the way it works. This is so you can understand this. Your mind is the controlling factor of your thoughts. Your thoughts are the controlling factor of your outcome. The Bible says, a man is as he thinketh. Please don't short play this scripture here because this one is the real deal. This is the basis of every uh, self-improvement book you'll ever read. It's already written in the Bible. The Bible has all the information you need, but in case you need a little bit of clarity in some simple modern day language, then they have self-improvement books. They are all based on biblical scripture. A man is as he thinketh. That's why Norman Vincent Peale wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking. That's why a book came out called The Magic of Thinking Big. That's why a book came out called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. all All these titles that I've read that have mattered in my life the most, these three major books that I've read, they all say one thing, think, thinking, thoughts, because that's what controls the outcome. Your brain works, one of two ways, it works positive or negative. It works good, which is under the column of positive, or it'll work evil, which is under the column of negative. It will have faith, which is under the column of positive, or you will operate in fear, which is in the column of negative. That is the only way your mind works. Your mind is a factory that's comprised of workers. Those workers are controlled by two foreman's, foreman positive and foreman negative. But guess what, the CEO of the company, the head man, the boss, is you. You come to work in the morning and you say, man, today is a great day. I'm going to take steps towards brightening my future. I'm going to take another step into making that dream come true that I've been thinking about. I'm going to take another step forward in the development and the changing of my life in a positive, good direction. If you come to work and say that every day as the CEO, the boss, the foreman can only obey you. So that what you just said was a series of positive statements then forming positive steps to the forefront. He said, I got you boss, right away. He turns around, he blows the whistle. He alerts all the workers in the factory. Today is a good day. Today we will take steps towards our future. Today we are putting ourselves on track to get a little bit closer to making our dreams come true. Today we will be assembling all the things we need to make our dreams come true and our life better in the right direction. Everybody, break the workers in the factory, turn around and manufacture thoughts to justify the orders given by the boss, which is you. You are the CEO of your corporation. If you don't own nothing else, you own everything that's going on between your two ears. You are the CEO of that corporation. If that corporation is a good one, it's because you set it up that way. If your corporation is a bad one it's because you set it up that day if, if you try if you pushing towards your dreams and you see the possibility of things happening in your life it's because you as the CEO set it up that way if you ain't got nothing popping if you just want to be a criminal taking stuff from people throwing your life out the window you're gonna be an inmate you're gonna be sitting up there and you're gonna be mad at everybody you ain't got nobody to be mad at but you you understand what I'm telling you this morning uh-huh
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, here we are again, another blessed day. Listen to me, at least wake up in the morning and tell God you appreciate that. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but you don't have the ability to wake yourself up. Alarm clocks will go off all around the world this morning and people will not arise to turn them off because it's not the alarm clock that wakes you. God wakes you, allows you to hear the alarm clock. Can everybody say thank you, Lord, for waking me up today? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Yeah. Lord.
0: Thank waking you, waking Lord. you, Lord. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve.
1: One and only caller for real.
0: Good morning. What's up, crew?
1: That damn junior.
0: Morning, Unc, my mentor. What's happening, bro?
1: And that fool, nephew Tommy.
3: Yeah, yeah. In the building, baby. I am here, Uncle Steve. What's hey, up,
1: Hey man, you know, uh, hump day. Yeah. yeah, hump day. I'm living my best life.
0: You. Oh, <laughs> Lil Duval hosted yeah. the BT Hip T- Hop Awards, awards, awards night. last night. How right? did he do?
2: Good.
4: He you did good. Yeah. did
0: good. I like Lil did Duval. did good. Did this thing. I did, on the, too. On the, I did uh,
4: too. On the red carpet, he said he will always be living his best
3: life. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I like nah. Lil Duval. Keep love going, him. boy. Make another hit. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Oh, here. Yeah, so let me ask you guys something. I never asked you. Shirley? Yes, Steve? What's on the dream board that you're looking forward to accomplishing?
4: Uh uh something with my daughter, a project I have going on with my daughter.
5: Carla? Uh um,
0: having um adopting a child. Because I'm not gonna have another baby. Oh, you! Oh, I didn't know that. I mm. I want to. Wow. We want to grow our family. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty slick. Carla. Carla, Carla. All right, girl. Junior. Uh, yeah. one day I have my own morning show. Mm. Really, Junior? Mm. You can do yeah. that. Yeah, didn't do that. It's That's name. awesome, Junior. Mm-hmm. It's called Junior's really? Playhouse. In the morning. Claim it.
4: What mm. about you, Steve Harvey? Are oh, you gonna No, it's Tommy's nephew, turn. Though. Me.
3: Winton made mine, <laughs> and, I ain't, and I ain't had none fall off of it yet. Jesus. Uh, oh, that's nice. No, I'm just saying it's still on there, Carl. It ain't like, it ain't like I got some of them yet. That's what I mean. Oh, oh it's coming though. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no, Tommy. Yeah. Yes, No, sir. Tommy. Yeah. The- no, Tommy. You have them. They just haven't arrived yet. They're on the way. Thank All you. of it's on, way. it's
3: on the way. I believe in them now. Yeah. oh I got. Two shows right now. I want a third show. I want a third show. My my college quiz show is back. It starts in January. And then I got, of course, I got Ready to Love. I want one more show. I want a, I want a third show. That's, that's on my board. Just like your
0: uncle. That's man, cool
3: stuff. Man I, got yeah, man, I got somebody to follow now. I got somebody that's leading me. Yeah. Right, your mentor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure.
3: We just fight. That's all that is.
4: All right, good question, Steve. I want to hear heels when we come back. Yeah, when we come back, yeah. Coming up at 32 after the hour, Steve's going to tell us what he's working on, what's on his dream board. And uh, from what I understand, Sister Odell may make a visit uh, to the morning show as well. We'll find out what's on her dream board as well. Uh, All that's coming up right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be Steve's daughter, Brandy Hey! hey. And she has a word for us this morning. Yes, she does. Brandy's going to tell us about her brand new book. It's called Breakthrough Sold Separately. Brandy will be here at the top of the hour. Right now, it's time for something funny. Before we left, Steve asked us what was on our vision board that we're working on, and he got around to everyone. But uh, time ran out before we got to you, Steve, and uh, we want to hear what you have to say. And then Sister Odell's coming by, too. Right here, and uh, we want to know what's on her dream board as well.
1: I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just working on a couple of things in the motivational space. I think that's mm-hmm. you know got a bunch of other stuff on it, but that's one that's been like popping up surprisingly to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done a few speaking engagements. I did one in Jamaica this weekend. Got another one coming up in Dubai. Oh, I do another man. one in Botswana. So it's kind of gotten global for me. Without do me be, even trying real on, hard, Steve?
3: what do you speak
1: on? Uh just motivational, whatever. Like the uh, um, um, the theme the, the theme in Jamaica was getting to the next level. Of course, I happen to know about that because I've been at all the levels. So, mm. you know, mm-hmm. the story yeah, was compelling.
4: True. From homeless to yeah. Hollywood, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that,
1: that's mm-hmm. a, that's that's been a ride, man.
5: Uh
0: oh. Uh oh. Uh-oh, I guess that's our cue. Yeah. Mooooooom. Yeah. Oh.
5: Mooooom. for Jesus. <laughs> Jen moan. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ain't it good? Oh, no, Jesus. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Good
3: morning, morning, sister Odell.
5: Morning, sister Odell. Mm -hmm. Hey, Carly. Hey, sister Odell. How you doing? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Hey, Junior. Morning, sister Odell. It's good to hear from you this morning. Mm, Did you did you adjust your voice? No, ma'am. Oh, there it is. There it is. It It pops (laughs) in and out. It's it's like it's got a shout in it. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, boy.
3: Yes, ma'am, Sister Odell. How you mm-hmm. doing?
5: Good. You back to being respectful. That's mighty kind of you. Yes, Thank ma'am. you. yes, ma'am. Hello, Shirley. Well, hello, and welcome, 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 Sister Odell. Well, girl, it's good to be here. God, oh, God is good. Huh?
0: <laughs> Amen, Sister <laughs> Odell.
5: Just, you just ran right through me just now. You know what Sister Dang Odell...
4: Huh? You know, what? we were just talking and Mm -hmm. normally, you know, we don't ask uh, people, uh, and I don't want to be disrespectful, like of age, what their dreams are. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, We usually reserve that for uh, younger people who have uh, Uh the the majority of their life ahead of them. But we wanted to take the time since you're here to ask you because... Surely you still have some dreams. Well,
5: see, when people gets around my age, they don't call them dreams anymore. They call them bucket lists.
4: Oh, oh yes, oh, ma'am. Oh, oh, okay. okay. All right. Good
5: point. Yeah, See, that's oh, the yeah. difference. ain't, ain't uh-huh. just, just what you want to hear up and do. <laughs> That's what the you know, is at it. this age, you need to start <laughs> scratching stuff off. You ain't got time to build nothing.
4: All right, well, well,
5: then tell us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, All your building years is done.
4: Yeah, that reminds yes, me. You plan. just need to
5: get some money out the bank and go on and go on over there and see it.
4: <laughs> All right. So, okay. so what's well, on your bucket list, uh, Sister Odell?
5: Well. I was mm-hmm. thinking maybe before I leave this world, mm-hmm. thinking about man, LeBron James. <laughs> like, what? Go
0: ahead. <laughs> Not really? Mrs. James, though. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you just thinking yeah, about yeah, old James. <laughs> you know, they said it'd be James. easy if I married that wide receiver from the Browns, OBJ. Uh huh. Cause then my name is already O, and then uh-huh. his name, mm. Junior. Bec- junior. Uh huh. Odell mm. Beckham mm. Jr., uh huh. And see, it'll be just Odell Jr. <laughs> but I like Odell James. Big old okay. strong yes, buck man. come down the floor with that basketball. Yeah. Jump uh-huh. that high? Ooh. Yes, ma'am. I know it'll never happen though. You know, it's just a bucket list thing.
4: Okay. Well what's what's something on the list that, you know, um is attainable that you think you can Wait accomplish? a
5: minute, hold on, sweetie. That's bucket lists can happen. You know, okay. it's it's bucket not list. up to you. <laughs> no,
3: list. it's not.
4: It's not. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's you, not you, up to you, you sweetie. You, you know, I'm married. trying
5: to change and become a a better person. So, you know, what you're not gonna do is tell me it's not doable.
4: No, I uh, didn't say that, well, but no, that's not what I mean. But I'm just he wondering. He is
5: married,
0: the, Sister Odell, yeah, currently.
5: He's, he's married you know. and he's a Things lot happen. I've been married 11 younger. times.
0: Things yeah, happen, sweetie.
5: Uh, okay, be you positive. just put it on your list and see how it go. Okay. What what else is on your She's list, Sister Le- Odell? No, what, I didn't say al- I was happy. But, hey, Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. See, you know, every week, week, here you come. You know, just always, you know, you just get on your tippy toes and you just start talking. (laughs) It's just amazing how you just won't (laughs) shut your mouth. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yes,
3: Mm. man. Okay, I'm I'm out. I'm sorry.
5: Mm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Amazing. I don't know how Kate does it. I'd have been to put your lips in so far back down your throat.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what else, Sister Odell? Marrying LeBron? You know, I was listening
5: to your strawberry letter uh, yesterday. Yes, ma'am. And uh, you had that letter where that fool had jumped on his sixteen-year-old girl and was tussling in the flow, like they was like Uh they were two dudes in the street. Uh huh. Yeah. Girl, that remind me of that time. Mm-hmm. Harry Tubman's father slapped her in the mouth. We were sitting is. on the porch. Uh huh. Harry Tubman pulled that gun out and shot him. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got to come back. I want to ask her something. Just wanted to throw that out for you. Little history, black history, that little known black history fact.
4: <laughs> in October, we love it. All right. Well, thank you, Sister Odell. Uh, coming up, it's Nephew's Run That Prank Back. And before he gets to the prank, he said he wants to ask you something. We'll Thanks, be back. Sweetie. Right, You're welcome, darling. Right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be the one and only Brandi Harvey, Steve's daughter. She has a brand new book out. We'll yeah. talk about
5: that with her. That's, that's real nice. That's real nice. What do Tommy want with me
3: Yeah,
5: right break, uh-huh. right so You
3: know, I, you brought up Sister, you, you, Miss Harriet Tubman. You brought her mm-hmm. up. Knew her through, very well. Yeah, when we were talking to you earlier. I just uh-huh. wanted to know, I just want to know, I, you know, so, are you a free slave? I don't if I you ain't was never with, been
5: a slave. Uh, well, how was you it, that when Harriet daddy whooped? You know, how was you that I said and, we were sitting on the porch talking. Whoa. Okay, but Harriet was a slave. So where did you read that Harriet was a slave? So you was free too? Is I'm free now, fool? <laughs> 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 I guess so. Just, Just kidding. So. I was back sitting on her porch, taking care of her daddy. Mm. She shot him in the leg. Oh.
6: Uh-huh.
5: She just went down there and told everybody, come on, if you turn around, I'll shoot you. And if you don't believe I will, Ask Odell. <laughs> she take care of my damn daddy. I got my daddy. I know damn well I'll shoot, shoot you. I. <laughs> <laughs> she said,
0: ask Odell.
5: Yeah, right. I got a call. Thank a little y'all blood. for having me. <laughs> See you next week. Yes, ma'am, <laughs> Bye, Sister Odell. Oh, oh
6: God,
7: God is good. Glory. Glory. <laughs> hey,
4: jeez. <laughs> All right, nephew. Now that Sister Odell <laughs> is gone,
7: <laughs> what you
4: got? Run that prank back. What you got for
3: Sleeping us? Sleeping security guard sleeping security guard. Here we go. Security booth, man, help you? Hey uh uh this circuit stuff I
8: can barely hear.
3: You. Is this a, is this a security booth down by the uh by the gate?
8: Yes, sir. This security booth.
3: Yeah, listen, man. It's some people uh next door to me. They they keep I'm hearing a bunch of scuffling and stuff going on, but I ain't I, you know, I ain't really Show what's happening. I know. I know. I'm, oh, okay. I heard this lady scream or something, man. But I, I just.
8: Okay, sir. If you could give us the unit number that uh, you're in, we could have somebody come right over there and check that out. Hello, hello. sir. Sir. Um. Hello.
3: <coughs> sir, are uh-huh. you okay? Yeah. I. I. I uh. I got a I got a sleeping disorder, man. So I I been, oh okay. Honestly. I But I I, I, I these understand. People the people next door to me, man, they was I mean they was sitting there. I I heard this lady screaming. I just didn't. I didn't want nobody to you know start shooting or nothing because I know they was arguing pretty pretty heavily. And then I heard it. I know they must have been fighting because I heard I, some. I I, I, some
8: I understand, scuffling. sir. Sir, what what unit are you in? <sighs> Hello, sir. Are you there? Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, hello. Yes, I'm here. Are you okay?
3: Is this you the you the security guy, right?
8: Yes, sir. You called us about ten minutes ago, and we've been trying to find out what unit you're
3: in. Well, yeah, man. These people up here, man. They they arguing, and I, I be I'm hearing more people over there now, and they they fighting, man. I know I hear two. It's got to be two men in there fighting this lady over there. Sir,
8: sir. I hate to interrupt you, but if you can just tell me the unit. The unit, sir. I hear some
1: kids over there. too.
8: Sir, we need to know the unit so that we can come out and investigate. (sighs) Hello? Hello? Sir? Hello? Hello, sir? Hey, hey, look. I cannot do this all day. I am trying to work. I cannot be around with you on the phone. Could you please give me your unit number?
6: Shut it.
3: Them people over there, they arguing, man. I know you. Yes,
8: you have said that they are arguing. I heard you when you said that they were arguing. Sir, if you just give me that unit number that either you are in or the unit number you hear the uh, noise coming from, we could have somebody come over there and check that out immediately. So what unit number are you in again, sir?
3: Do you, do you, do you, do you hear him arguing? See, let me put No, nope, I only
8: hear your you snoring. snoring. I need the unit number.
3: Let me listen, I'm gonna put the phone up. Do you, do you hear, him? Do
8: you hear him? Yes, sir, but I don't hear the unit number. I need the unit number. Without the unit number, we're just having a conversation. Hello. 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 Sir, are you there?
3: Yeah. Yo, yeah. Oh, hey man, you checked on them people?
8: No, sir. We have not checked on the people because we have not been able to get the unit number from you. Dude, this is falling asleep. Every time he gets ready to tell me something, he's falling asleep. Come here. Come here. you got to hear it. He's falling asleep. Hey, man. Come here. Dude, this guy is falling asleep on the phone. I can't get the unit out of him because he's falling asleep. Hello, sir? Hello, Sir? Sir? Hey man, I don't know what unit he's in. He b- falling asleep every time I ask him something. He falls asleep. He keeps telling me they're over there fighting, but I don't hear. I, he won't tell me the b- unit. I don't I'm sorry I don't know the unit. What the? B-? Would you wake him b- up, please? Hey, I got a guy on the phone that he says that they he can hear some screaming over his highest unit, but he's falling asleep. I don't can't get him on. Get him to tell me what the unit number is. Hey, dude, come here. Listen to this. Listen. <sighs> Hello? <clears throat> I'm going to need mm-hmm. you to wake up, sir. Okay. Sir, could you please give me the unit?
3: Well, I, I got to ask you something. How come Ooh, y'all all uh, all y'all do is just sit on y'all and watch cars come in and out that door instead of helping people that need help? Because need some... like you won't give a security number. You shut your... Stop hollering at me! You need to do your damn job. You rent a cop. I'm a rent
8: a cop. I'm a rent a cop. But your <laughs> is <a fall> asleep. <laughs> Would you just give me the
3: <laughs> unit number, please? I will give you the number. The unit number. You ready for the unit number? Are oh. you li- are you listening to me? Yes. I this isn't to you, sir. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just Uh-oh. got pranked by your co-worker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh>. yeah.
8: <laughs> Crazy. Y'all, uh, y'all got me out here walking around this complex looking for people hollering and screaming and. Shit. And I'll you'll sleep your
3: sleeping <laughs> every 35 seconds. Uh let me, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey
4: Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Uh. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest, Steve's daughter, our friend, our girl, Brandi
2: Harvey, right after this. You're listening the to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, you all, we got a special guest today. Uh, This morning is my firstborn child. This one here, Lord Jesus, this one here grew me up, for real. Mm -hmm. I was just 25 years old, and I was, you know, doing my thing, and then her and her sister came along, and, oh, God, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Oh, God. What, What have I done? (laughs) <laughs> i had no idea what i was in for they grew New me baby. up this is one half of my twin i'm really proud of her though brandy's been doing uh, some incredible work over the years really establishing herself as a speaker as a motivator as a nutritionist as a workout guru philanthropist and just an entrepreneur well uh now she didn't took after her daddy for real mm-hmm. she's an author Come on, you now. know, <laughs> all of them, all of them, trying to be just like your damn daddy.
5: Come on now. Uh, her That's new book thing. is
1: entitled "Listen to this, you all." A breakthrough, souls separately. Breakthrough, souls separately. It's a guide for anyone uh, who needs a push to move past your past and to step into your divine destiny. And as her father. I'm pretty proud of this girl right here. She's here. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> to the show my first born and daughter, Brandy Harvey. Aww,
4: up, Brand? morning, what a
0: nice
1: intro, nice Brandy.
4: Uh, what? What's up, Brandy Yes. Made hey, me tear
2: up on that one. Listen. <laughs> well,
4: welcome back, Brandy. It's been a minute since uh, you've spent time with us. Well, first of all, it. before we before we get to the book, Brandy, I just want to say you did found uh, you founded your active wellness brand, Beyond Her, and you're all about empowering women to eat well, to give a darn and to care for the mind, body, and spirit. So what was your inspiration for starting your wellness brand to begin with?
6: You know, my, my inspiration for starting Beyond Her that every woman takes the journey beyond. And beyond is where our power lies, is where the infinite is. And so if we can tap into that mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, we can eat well, we can live well, and we can be well in the world.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, no, seriously, that that's good.
6: It, it really is.
4: And you wrote a book. You wrote your new book. Your dad just talked about it. He gave us the title Breakthrough Sold Separately. It serves as a guide to help us to stop dreaming of the life we want and align with our purpose and live up to our full potential. So tell us more about the book. I can't wait.
6: You know, I'm so excited about this book. And really, the title of this book was confirmed when I spoke at the vault empowerment mm-hmm. conference in Los Angeles, I had done this message breakthrough so separately. And I think so often, we think that the breakthrough is included in our lives. But it is the thing we have to work for. We are going to have to eventually get out of the boat of mediocrity and walk on water in our lives. Absolutely walk on water.
4: Wow. Oh, How proud are you right That's now, powerful. Steve Harvey? How, <laughs> How proud are you, are you right know, jump, now? I think jump that Brandi has. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Listened over the years Mm -hmm. to a lot of things I've said, but she's put her own twist on it, obviously. Mm -hmm. I like the title of the book, uh, Breakthrough Sold Separately, Mm -hmm. uh, because you know that's that's all that captures that old saying that the dream is absolutely free, the hustle is sold separately, right? So I think that ties into the breakthrough Mm -hmm. is sold separately. I think that's a smart title.
0: Steve, this is
4: great. You should really be proud. We're going to continue with more from your daughter, Brandy, at 20 minutes after the hour. But right now, let's get a quick check on today's headlines. What you got?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
7: Thank you, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, Dallas police claim they've solved the murder of the key witness in the Amber Geiger case, 28-year-old Joshua Brown, who was expected to be the best witness in the promised investigation into law enforcement's actions the night that, Geiger murdered, that Amber Geiger murdered Botham Jean. Uh, he was found shot and killed in the parking lot outside his new apartment complex only 10 days after he testified in that trial. Dallas Assistant Chief Avery Moore says they have three suspects. We have
9: identified three suspects in the Joshua Brown murder. All three suspects came from Alexandria, Louisiana to purchase drugs from Joshua Brown. Thaddeus Green shot Joshua Brown two times. There's been speculation and rumors. Claiming that Mr. Brown's death was related to the Amber Geiger trial and somehow the Dallas Police Department was responsible.
7: That is simply not true. Well, some members of the community are still doubtful about that, though, insisting that cops have planted drugs and set people up to be killed before. One suspect's in custody, while the other two are still being sought. A West Palm Beach judge who thought it was appropriate to sentence a gainfully employed young black man who took care of his grandfather to 10 days in jail just because he overslept and missed his first day of jury duty claims he had a change of mind. However, there's a na- there was a national outcry over that decision. Most lawyers pointed out that when something like that happens, the penalty is usually just fine. But Judge John Kastorinakis called himself teaching 21-year-old DeAndre Somerville a lesson by giving him a, quote, taste of jail. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, not the only legislator to see Kastorinakis' action as one of the ways the criminal justice system tries to give young black men records as soon as possible. In the wake of intense national criticism, Kastorinakis now says he'll have Somerville's sentence vacated. Before this, Somerville had no record. Trump White House says it's refusing to cooperate uh, with the, quote, baseless unconstitutional congressional impeachment inquiry. And that's a quote from the letter. Yesterday, the State Department said that U.S. Ambassador to the European Union, Gordon Sondland, would not be allowed to testify, even though Sondland, who was a big Trump political supporter, had flown here from Europe to testify. And Elliot Engel, chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, tells NPR that's the wrong attitude.
3: Obstruction of Congress was one of the things that impeached Richard Nixon. We'd rather not use it or anything else. We would rather... Rather find out the truth, and we demand that they not stop uh, people from coming to uh, to testify. We're not accepting what this administration has done, and if anyone fails to cooperate uh, with this inquiry, we'll consider it obstruction, and we'll presume they have something to hide, and we'll move on from there.
7: The Centers for Disease The, the for Disease Control says more than a thousand cases of vaping-related illnesses have now taken place. Today is Moldy Cheese Day. <laughs> Ah, that's right. Now back to uh, more Steve with, with Steve's daughter Brandy, 20 after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: You're listening, listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Well, our special guest today is Steve's daughter Brandy Harvey, and uh, we're talking to Brandy about her brand new book. It's called Breakthrough: Sold Separately. We'll also talk about some interesting father-daughter stuff.
1: So Brandy, let's, let's get back to it now. Tell us a little bit more.
6: You know, thank you. It really is not just about, you know, there are so many ways that we can have breakthroughs in our lives, you know, know, and they come from really first taking 100% responsibility for your life, you know, losing the victim story, the woe is me, they did it to me story, Mm, you know, and taking Mm. control of your life. And that's the mental control. And we all have that ability to find that power within us, but it's going to take some faith is going to take Ooh, yeah. some water walking in our lives. Girl, you but know must what? Listen. That's so wonderful. Listen, I am so proud because what really makes me proud is not just that this is just a body of work that I've I've really spent, you know, so many years, you know, in my wellness journey since I was 19 years old, you know, enhancing my wellness journey. But, you know, I took the healing journey. And I think that when you mm. begin to uncover and heal your life, You know, from the inside out. That it's not Mm -hmm. just about how you show up, you know, physically. But how do you show up and be well in the world? You show up as a light in the world. And I had to go do some real healing, you know. I committed to therapy. You know, I made these Mm -hmm. very, like, really acute changes to my life, you know. So I could dig up the roots, uncover Mm -hmm. the problem, and show up as the highest version of myself, you know. I really just wanted to show up as the best version of me. And this book is a how-to, because it's Mm -hmm. how I did it. It's not to say that your journey is going to look like mine. It's supposed to be Mm -hmm. custom to your life, because everybody's boat is different. Mm -hmm. But when you, you know, get out of the boat, God is there to meet you on the water, you know, for your destiny to propel you to the next level. And I'm so thankful that my dad, you know, gave me the push. You know, he let me go. He let me go as the executive director of his foundation, but he knew that there was something that I was supposed to do. Yeah. Well, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Look at yeah. her and now. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if her damn brother make one more mistake, his ass gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ain't got no problem. You know, <laughs> the surprise is I ain't fired Tommy ass yet. That's surprise. Yeah, yeah, I cut my own daughter loose, but it was because uh-huh. Brandy had other things in her and what mm-hmm. I had to let Brandy go and discover was what it was to be like you know Marjorie says this all the time and I had to understand it mm-hmm. all of our children wings work
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh-huh. they all the all your kids wings work mm-hmm. but yeah. you got to let them get out the nest to see
4: Okay, wait. Let's keep this breakthrough conversation going at 34 after the hour, okay? We'll have more with Steve's daughter, Brandi Harvey, right after this. This is good.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right,
4: proud Papa Steve. Your oldest daughter, Brandi Harvey, is our special guest. We've been talking to Brandi about her brand-new book, Breakthrough, Sold Separately. And you guys were talking about your father and daughter breakthroughs. So, come on, Steve.
1: Okay, so Brandi... Let's get back to this part right here. Mm-hmm. Releasing her allowed her to become what she is today. She didn't Absolutely. need to be the head of the foundation. No. She needed to be the head of her life.
4: Uh-huh. We break through. We break through.
1: And part of her part a big part of Brandy's breakthrough and what can help a lot of people in this book is you got to quit being the victim.
9: Absolutely. And we
1: had a moment in my office one day where she uh-huh. was sitting up there and was the victim. And I was just sitting there looking because I didn't raise them to be victims. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no. I raised them to be champions, leaders.
9: Absolutely.
1: Entrepreneurs, Victarious. fearless people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Gangsters. Right, right. You know, <laughs> Okay,
6: that's, okay. That's Seriously. What I did, you know, and that's what I did. And. August 23rd, 2017, I was I was let go from the foundation. But mm-hmm. August 23rd, 2019, I sent this book off to the publisher. And so there is nothing but God in this story. Wow. You know, girl, nothing girl. but God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two years to the day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm so grateful because my dad's push propelled me into my destiny. And so to even sit here now to hold this conversation, I feel extremely honored, but I know that There's a supernatural divine power that is working in my life and that everybody has that power within them to transform their lives from the inside out. Yeah. And, you
4: know, we as parents sometimes, because we love our children so much, we do have a tendency Mm -hmm. if we don't let them go or in your case, uh, uh, Steve, you know, release them, as you say, fire them or whatever you want to call it. We will have a a tendency to enable our children and they will become dependent upon us and resentful Uh and all of that. So in this instance it worked. Sometimes firing is good, you know, and uh, like you say, you can go on and reach your destiny. And Brandy, you've always been deep and we love you. I love the relationship <laughs> you have with your dad. She's such a yeah. she's
0: such a great speaker, Brandy. Yes. You know, I've always told you that. I have always pulled mm-hmm. Brandy yeah. to the side. I want Brandy to run for office oh, somewhere. Yeah. This
6: girl there's
0: I'm a lot
6: a of <laughs> people. Your dad
4: says she the same great, thing, Brandy. Your dad says the same thing.
1: Wait a minute, hold up. She a great speaker. Yes, you haven't heard her yes. speak. I know you have. And yes. here you think she get it from. Oh, ah! And here y'all sit up in here like this, like 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 this a new sprout. We're just letting her have her shine. That seed Shine
9: yes. nothing.
6: <laughs> you know, you know he's in on this. You know he's been in on this since the beginning. 100%. And I have loved so much. I've learned mm-hmm. so much by watching my dad, you know, be such a beacon of light in the community but also, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. be a shining example of success. And so yeah. I've had the blueprint in front of me. And so with this book, you know, of the breakthrough, it really speaks to my own personal breakthrough of -hmm. how I had to get out of the boat of mediocrity and walk on water. And we all have that Christ-like potential. And I'm so excited because the book is... Available today on Amazon. You can one click this book to your house. How oh, I, right, right I
0: love it. I
4: love it. I'm, I'm going to so do excited. that.
0: I'm going to do it right now, Brandy. Yeah. I'm going to do <laughs> it too. Right
4: the now. book is called, It's by Brandy Harvey, Steve's Baby Girl. Uh, breakthrough Sold Separately, okay? That is the name of the book. You okay, can get now, it today Okay, now, if we can get the online. book where?
1: Let, 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 let me get everybody to get this book. Yeah. Well, the book is on Amazon. The mm-hmm. book is on Amazon.
6: It's on Kindle or on paperback. The book is available on Amazon right now.
1: Listen up, everybody. If you need a breakthrough, if you've been struggling to find your breakthrough, the name of the book is Breakthrough Soul Separately. Now, listen, y'all can go to Amazon and get it. Selling you can get daddy. it on mm-hmm. Kindle. Ooh, Give yeah, it to somebody yeah, that you think might need a breakthrough. Yes. Give it to yourself. <laughs> Give it to somebody <laughs> that, that you want to leave your house.
2: I'm
4: gonna <laughs> stay in there
1: too long.
4: I'm a buy they, it. And maybe give they need to you, a damn Steve.
1: breakthrough. Uh-huh. Maybe you got somebody uh-huh. in the cubicle next to you that you really want to just go get another job. Get mm. the book for them.
9: You
6: know what? This book is for everybody. I will go now because I
9: feel like uh-huh. I got an okay. overstay.
4: <laughs> All right, thank you, Brandy. Wow, that was great. Coming up next, nephew Tommy with today's prank phone call.
3: Hello.
2: Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. I'm too sexy to have male friends. Mm. Mm. Yeah, wait till you hear this letter, okay? Right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, Nev? What you
5: got?
3: (laughs) Yo, drunk husband. What? Yeah, yeah, yo, drunk husband. Let's run it. Here it is. Come on, cat down. Hello.
10: You gotta hold on a minute, okay? Okay. All right. I got your phone. I'll give your wife a call. Hello. Hello. Right Right now you're inebriated, sir. Okay. Right now I should be taking you in, but I'm not gonna do that. You You let me. If she's able to come and pick you up, I'll let her come get you. All right. Officer Brian is gonna. Officer Brian's gonna put you in his squad car. I'm gonna call your wife. I've I've got the phone dialing now. All right. Okay. Hello? Hello? Who is this? Hello. Who, am I, who am I speaking with, please? Who is this? This is Officer Daniels.
11: Uh, Officer Daniels? You just called from, it, this is my husband number. Who is this, uh, who is Officer Daniels?
10: I am Officer Daniels, ma'am. Your husband's actually been pulled over, and he's been, uh, actually, he's in uh, another officer's car. He's uh, He's a little bit inebriated here, and we're trying to see about getting him picked up. I'm trying my best not to take him in today. So I'm trying to be a good Samaritan. I'm trying to get Wait, someone on. to come and pick him up.
11: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up. You, you got my
10: husband. Uh, I, what I got here on the driver's license is uh, Kenny, Kenny. And he's with you now. He's actually in Officer Brian's uh, squad car right now. So uh, he was actually uh, bobbing and weaving out on the road, and we pulled him over. He's not creating any problems. The young lady wasn't creating any problems. So what we're trying... What we're trying to do is get somebody to come and pick him up.
11: You don't have my husband because my husband is at work, so he can't be in no office of Brian or in your car. Okay. And, and what, okay. Back up. Did you say, tell me again, did you say somebody's with Kenny? There is. There was a young lady in the car, man. We're actually letting her
10: go because she's not inebriated. Oh, uh, oh, from oh, the looks oh, of it, somebody, she's calling somebody to, to pick her up now.
11: Man, so, no, no, no I, I can't believe this. Shit, Kenny, I know that dirty son got no back in my car. That's my car. And you said that he had, tell me this officer, tell me this. Look at that and tell me what she looked like. It better not be that. It better not be the one I think she is. Man, I have no idea I exactly. Know. Excuse me, ma'am. I know. Ma'am, what, what exactly what is your name? About in my car, he's supposed to be working. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Jazz? Jasmine. Okay. You're Jasmine.
10: Okay. Bridget. No, just I mean, stay basically. there. We'll, we'll talk to you in a moment. Yeah, her name is Jasmine. I'm not yes, sure who yes. she
11: is okay. in relation to gay, yes. but keep him well, there. Keep, keep it. Yeah, hold him there till I get there. I'm on my way. I'm on my way right now. Hey, Bridget, I want you to watch these children for me till I get back. I'm going to see if I can give me a ride up to the truck stop, and I'll be back right. in a minute.
10: Okay, ma'am. Listen, I can't. I can't stay here too much longer. I can. I can stay here maybe another fifteen, twenty minutes. Somebody come get the car. And, but I got to keep moving here. I'm just trying
11: I, to do a favor I, and not listen, take this guy listen. in. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I got my purse in my hand. I'm on my way to that truck stop. Please don't take that nowhere because I got something for his. And when I get there, I hope like hell that they, they has been calling me with me all through the night. Leave her there until I get there because I got some things that I need to take care of this thing. Don't move the squad car till I get there. I'm on my way right now. Right now, I'll be there in a minute. I'm well, that took my car and picked up that today. We done had arguments over this. It better not be that. It better not. I bet you it better not be her. It better not be her. I'm on my way. I'll be there in a minute. I'll be okay, there. Oh, Keep oh, that till I get there.
10: Okay, well, now there's a the guy that was with Kenny. Let me close my door so you can hear me better, man. Uh, yeah. There was another gentleman that was in the back seat of the car that was uh, riding with Kenny and the young lady. I
11: don't give a about d- no other d- riding with Kenny. You just make sure he's there when I get there.
10: Okay, okay. Now, do you know who this other gentleman? Do you know uh, uh, nephew Tommy?
11: I don't care. I know d- nephew, nephew Tommy, <laughs> nephew Tommy.
10: <laughs> Cynthia. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Your husband, Kenny, got me to prank phone call you. Man, <laughs> You got to, you got to. You, you and Kenny can kiss
11: <laughs> so let me tell you huh? what was just going to happen to Kenny Nephew Tommy. I was going to go down the Bankhead in 285 and f*** <laughs> And tell him when he get home, he's still going <laughs> to <laughs> oh. oh, my God. You all right? Oh, my God. Now, I'm a chick. T- <laughs> what you at, Tom?
10: <laughs> oh, man. He told me, he said, man, my wife don't play. He said, call my know. wife, man, to prank my wife. You all right, Cynthia? I'm good,
11: Tommy. I'm good. I'm good. But what <laughs> for real? He didn't work. He didn't work. He didn't
10: work. He didn't work. He in your car at work. He works. You better be at work. <laughs> hey, baby, tell me this. What's the baddest radio show in the
3: land?
11: Steve Holland morning Show? I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how was that right there? How was that right you there? You play
0: too much. Know how it was. Did I put some stupid <laughs> on it? Did I sprinkle some
3: stupid on <laughs> Junior, don't what? say nothing. I know. good
7: statement. <laughs> all right, yeah. let me Irritable let me put this out statement. there.
3: <laughs> well, you know, I got to make sure I put my stupid on it. You know, I got to do that. Let me uh, let me make this announcement. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi. I'm supposed to be there this weekend. The club is not opening this weekend. I was the grand opening this weekend because that's how you grand open. You grand uh-huh. open with somebody like me. All right, all right. All right that's how you open. Mm-hmm. But you stay tuned. I will keep you posted on when the show will happen. But it's not happening this weekend. they working on some things. But nevertheless, the nephew is still coming. As soon as I let you know, I will be there. Now, guess where I am going to be? Where? Ask me, ask me where.
4: Where? To where? Me? Ask, where? Ask nephew? Mississippi? <laughs> no!
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> October 18th and 19th. I'm in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> At the Airy Crown. That's two nights, the 18th and 19th, along with me. One of the craziest ones in comedy LaVelle Crawford, (laughs) Corey Holcomb. Tony Roberts, D.C. Young Fly, Country Wayne, and it's hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. That's two nights at the Airy Crown, the 18th and 19th of October, Friday and Saturday. Tickets are on sale right now. You can go to All Ticketmaster Outlets or you can go to the Airy Crown box office and get you some tickets. Once again, that is a lineup right there. Lavelle Crawford, Corey Holcomb. Tony Robbins, DC, Young Fly, Country Wayne, and yours truly, the nephew, holding it down, hosting the whole show. Eighteenth and nineteenth tickets on sale, right now. No, Shirley, I have no comp tickets. Thank
9: you. Okay, well then I
3: won't be there. Oh,
4: Thank see right you.
3: now. Oh. <laughs>
5: yeah. Thank I've you. Back. That up. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't expecting that answer, was you? Yeah, I was. That's
4: settled. <laughs> Next.
3: But I want you to pay your sick ticket and come see me and support mm-hmm.
4: me. Okay. Is it going to charity, the money for not the tickets? Not this show.
3: Oh, okay, then. Not this show right okay. here. Okay. Mm.
4: See if it was going to charity. Okay,
3: that's when you...
4: Absolutely.
3: That's for charity. And how much do you give to charity? How much are your tickets? Mm. That's what we're going I thought at some point we were friends. That's... that's
4: why I'm not buying a ticket. Okay, all right. <laughs> Who you hollering
3: at then? <laughs> you. Who you hollering at?
4: I'm looking at you and hollering at see, you. See, a lot of people don't time. know.
3: I know. I know you cuss when you get mad. A lot of people don't know oh, that. God. Oh, you, say you don't. Say it. I don't. Shirley, see you. Why are you looking at the ground? I'm not. Look. Okay. Look me in my eyes and say I don't cuss when I get mad.
4: No one on the radio can see me do it. Look at you in your eyes. They know how big your eyes are. (laughs) We got to
3: go. We
4: got to go. I know they comment all the time on my IG. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, and we'll get right into it. The subject is, I'm too sexy to have male friends right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, 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 baby, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM, okay? And click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. We're going to do
3: baby, it. baby. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter.
4: Thank you, nephew. Subject, I'm too sexy to have male friends. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have a problem with how men see me. I was married for 25 years, and I got divorced three years ago and decided to move to another state for a clean slate. I'm not looking for a serious relationship right now. I want to enjoy being single a while, but I would like male companions. Compa- Companionship occasionally. So here is my problem. I look younger than I am, and apparently I ooze sexiness no matter how I'm dressed or if I have on makeup or not. Uh, when I meet a man, all he does is compliment me on how I look and how sexy I am. I'm an all-natural woman from my hair to my breasts and to my behind. Every man I meet in person or online is only interested in seeing me naked. There is always an innuendo about my body or my lips or the way I walk. I feel like a fantasy, more so than a woman. Men don't take me seriously, and I'm not used to this treatment. When I was married, men seemed more interested in what I had to say. To me, I am average-looking, and I have a few flaws, but I am funny, smart, and loyal. Everyone who knows me knows that I'm not a wild woman that seeks attention from men. I don't know how I can turn this sexy vibe off, but trying to find companionship has been a disappointment. Uh, Do people not Start out as friends anymore? What can I do to get a man to see past my sexiness and pay attention to the entire package? Wow, what a problem to have! you
3: oh, are gonna send this picture, though. We're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna get this picture sent to
4: him. <laughs> what a problem to have! All sexy and stuff. I, I mean, well, you know, men are visual. Yes, they are. But um, the, the stuff you describe in the letter, all the sexual stuff, these these things they're they're pointing your way. Uh, I, I think it's uncalled for. Okay, uh, it sounds like you're. Uh, an attractive woman, you're sexy, you're well put together, um, you're confident, but you just keep running into some real losers, I guess, at this point, people that you're not interested in, Uh, and and what you want is a nice gentleman to take you out to dinner, just to, you know, maybe go to the movies and stuff like that. So um, I I just think you need to change your game up, you know, online, maybe go to... um, because you say these guys online only want to see you naked, and the guys you meet only want to see you naked. Uh, I'm not one to, um, to to blame the woman for what she has on or anything like that. But you did mention your your butt and and your breasts and 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 all of that. So what are you wearing? I'm not blaming you. I'm just trying to figure out. You know what are you wearing? Are you wearing what are you what are, what are you wearing? I, I just want to know. But anyway. You can be sexy, you can be attractive, you can be all those things. Uh, I I just think this caliber of men that you're attracting you probably need to go to other places uh, go to places where you can meet different types of men that's what I'm saying if you have girlfriends check out your girlfriends. see where they're going to meet a different class of men I think that's what the issue is here uh, especially this online dating site you're on so so talk to your friends your female friends things like that and even your male friends because you want to meet some classier uh, uh, guys more gentlemen so you need to get in a group that where gentlemen are
1: basically Steve Wow um, you know this letter is a bit confusing because I agree with a lot of what you were saying Shirley but you know when I read this letter I'm too sexy to have male friends (laughs) Uh, now this woman has a problem with how men see her Uh, She told us that she was married for 25 years, divorced three years ago, decided to move to another state for a clean slate. When you get divorced and move out the state for a clean slate, it's because everybody knew y'all was married. Everybody knew him or something. Y'all was popular. People don't get divorced and move out of state normally. So I'm assuming you were in the spotlight or something to that effect. And you, maybe the word got out about the divorce. Maybe that was some embarrassing things and you just wanted to start, which is a good move. Now, I'm not looking for a serious relationship right now, so I want to enjoy being single for a while. This is the key in this whole letter. You're not looking for a serious relationship and you want to enjoy being single. Well, if you're not looking for a serious relationship, how can you attract a serious relationship? And if you want to enjoy being single, welcome to the single world, because this is what it is now. But here's my problem. I look younger than I am, and apparently I ooze sexiness no matter how I'm dressed, or no matter how I'm dressed, or I have makeup on or not. When I meet a man, all he does is compliment me on how sexy I am. I'm an all-natural woman from my head to my breast to my behind she said i ooze sexiness yeah she did she did yeah, yeah, she yeah. you can't turn off sex hell i can't
2: <laughs> come on ah. come on <laughs> I,
1: I, i've been struggling with this problem girl <laughs> but that's where you wait, at you wait know, you hold the,
3: on the,
4: what you did you set what did he okay. say, Shirley?
3: Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Hey, Shirley. He said
4: you can't turn it off. He said me either. Uh, me either. We're confident. Too. <laughs> I know. I know. But he didn't mean it. I <laughs> know he
9: didn't mean oh, that.
1: It just came out. Um, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I just needed. That's what you said. He no way in hell he could have meant that. Thank uh-huh. you, Shirley. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll be back with what the rest of I <laughs> think. <ideas>.
4: Okay. <laughs> All right. We're gonna have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour subject of this very confusing letter is uh, called, I'm too sexy to have male friends. We'll get back into it right after this.
2: You're listening Steve, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve,
4: come on, let's recap today's strawberry letter, the subject I'm too sexy to have male friends.
1: Well, as far as we got was, this woman been married 25 years, got a divorce, and she just got a problem with how men see her. Me and Sia. Uh, she moved to another state she's not looking for a serious relationship right now and I want to be, enjoy being single for a while well this whole letter does just that. Do, you're not you don't want a serious relationship now and you want to enjoy being single well this whole letter is giving you that see ma'am you can't you can't want one thing then when you get it then don't want it so here's the problem. I look younger than I am. Apparently, ooh, sexy. And no matter how I'm dressed or if I have on makeup or not. When I meet a man, all he does is compliment me on how I look and how sexy I am. I'm an all-natural woman from my head to my breast to my behind. Every man I meet in person or online is only interested in seeing me naked. Let's stop right there. Mm-hmm. Every man you meet online or in person is only interested in seeing you naked. Now, I'm like, Shirley... What do you have on now? Listen to me. It don't take much. I'll give it to you. Look, men, we we can be. Oh, so ignorant at times. <laughs> yeah. I got it. So I'm not blaming you for what you wear, but you're drawing. You're, you're attracting the same comments mm-hmm. over and over and over. If you're attracting the same comments all the time, I want to see you naked. You know, yeah. then what you what what you got on that's damn near got you naked. Mm. See, something is happening, ma'am, and exactly. I don't know what it is, but I want you to think about this. Then you say, as every man I meet online, there's always an innuendo about my body or my lips or the way I walk. <sighs> now, if you <laughs> online and somebody got something to say about your body, or the way you walk, it's because that's what you posted. Yeah. Ah. Now, I so. I, 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 I'm sorry, man, but that's just all to it. Now, I, I, feel, I feel like a fantasy more than a woman. What? Wow. Wow,
5: that's that's a
1: pretty cool problem to have. Yeah,
4: that's, yeah, that's what I said.
1: Men don't take me seriously, and I'm not used to this treatment. When I was married... Men seem more interested in what I had to say because they knew they couldn't get to you. To me, I'm average looking. Okay, stop that. That's a way to try to back it down a little bit. But if you was average looking, you'd be getting average ass requests. <laughs> and I have a few flaws. Yeah, we don't see them. But I'm funny, smart, and loyal. Everyone who knows me knows that I'm not a wild woman. That's probably true. That seeks attention from men. I don't know how I can turn this sexy vibe off. Hmm. But now, see, listen to me. You don't seek the attention of men, but you keep getting it. Now, if you're online and they only want to see your neck, and they always compliment the way you walk, I want to see your naked and all this here, right here, right here. Somebody is attracting the same thing because you're exuding the same thing. See this sexiness that just
5: oozes out you. That, <laughs> that just what, stop, that? What's yeah. that? What, that <laughs> just oozes out you. <laughs> It just it, it, it out of me. <laughs>
1: you, it, you know, honey draw flies. Mm-hmm. But then so do sugar, honey, iced tea. Ooh. Now, you got to yes. make up your mind because you can do something about this. But if you're saying you're not interested in a serious relationship, then guess what? Nobody's going to tra- treat you seriously. If you say you just want to enjoy the single life, this is what single life is. Now, they're hitting on people. They're hooking up on apps. they hooking up online. See, you've requested this in your letter. I don't want no serious relationship. Ain't nobody trying to give you one. They just want to see you naked. You just said you ain't want no serious relationship. See, words are very powerful. I think people lose the sight of how powerful words are. Stop saying things, and then when it comes back to you, You mad because you got it. Mm. I'm not looking for a serious relationship. Ain't nobody offering none. I just want to enjoy the single life. This is what they doing now. They hooking up on Tinder. They they, they sexting on on, on, on online apps. That's what you asked for. Mm. How can I turn this sexy vibe off? Why don't you change your request? Why don't you change your ambition? Now, if you don't want to... Be in a relationship right now, I can understand that. Then don't get in relationship situations. You sitting down across dinner from a man, he gonna have, so he's going to want some kind of relationship now. So if you tired of being married and tired of 25, just go do you for a while. But you didn't all these men in because you want to have some fun and all this. It's 25 years later, baby. Fun and change. Mm-hmm. What can different. I do to get a man to see past my sexiness and pay attention to the entire package? Tell these men that they can only get, they on, that you're only interested in a package. Quit going on these meaningless ass dates. Meaningless, mm-hmm. meaning, meaning, Less. meaningless dates is going to result in meaningless results. Yep. I don't know how else to say it to you, sister.
4: All right, Steve, we get it. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to check out the <laughs> Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, we'll talk about some of the highlights from last night's BET Hip Hop Awards right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: In trending hip hop news, last night was the 2019 BET Hip Hop Awards. It was hosted by the one and only Lil Duval.
3: Duval, <laughs> yes. what <Whatever, we're> <laughs> I know.
4: <laughs> Performances included Lil Duval, Chance the Rapper, The Baby, Lil Baby, Lil John, Megan The Stallion, uh, Offset, Anderson Pac, Rick Ross, T-Pain, Lil John. It was a music celebration, including some really fly fashion. Shout out to little Kim the queen bee yes uh, she rocked and you a pink, love her yes I, I mean how can you not she definitely is a queen mm-hmm. bee rocked a, a pink Gucci outfit by Dapper Dan On the red carpet, Lil Kim also took home the I Am Hip Hop award. Uh, Also, shout out to BET for their first ever comedy cipher to bridging comedy and hip hop, featuring uh, Chico Bean, Carlos Miller, Affion Crockett, and Lil Duval. That that was fun. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. That was cool,
0: though. Yeah, I mean, comedy I, and I was... hip-hop, they got a lot in common now these days. Yeah, they cool.
4: do. And congratulations once again to Queen D. B. I mean, who's more deserving than Lil' Kim when you talk about oh, yeah. I Am Hip-Hop and the Hip-Hop Awards? So congratulations to her. She's a girl. And she rocked that stage, too. She know how to work a <laughs> yes, stage. Love yes, she Kim. did. I
0: love Kim. <laughs> and Lil' C's reunion with him. Yes, and yes.
4: Uh-huh. Oh the keys and uh-huh.
3: Lil' C. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was really good. Yeah.
4: It, it really, really was. And and congratulations to Lil Duval, too. He did an outstanding job.
3: I'm happy good. for Duval. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I really am,
4: Yeah. Man. He said he's always going to yeah. be living his
3: best life. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he's such a cool probably, dude, though, man. Mm-hmm. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great
6: ass yeah. He, like uh, <laughs> you know, he like a little cuz. You know, like
0: <laughs> a little cuz. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know yes. who was cute? Tiana Taylor, Surely her haircut. Oh, yeah. She's working yeah. short haircut. It
4: was yeah. good, though. She had wow. a nice
1: dress, too. And she's got the bang in
4: his body. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, pay. okay, yeah, man, go ahead, Dunn. when, you want, oh, draw them, junior,
5: when you want the papers drawn, tell him, junior. When you want the papers drawn up, this weekend, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Monday, Monday. So it's we'll safe go- to say though, what Kim was rocking the Gucci outfit and the big old Gucci belt and so. Ti was though. there. We good. Ti was we there. Good? <laughs> Well, Dapper Dog. Dan, Dog. yeah, she, he,
4: he did her outfit. He dressed her outfit. Dapper yeah, Dan yeah. is
1: a legend. If he threw with it, we got to all get in line. We yeah. <laughs> yeah. can rock it Godfather. again, Steve. I mean, my sneaks yeah. is
3: clean. I just didn't know I could put them on again. I, I, my stuff been ready. <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> i would have missed some cold outfits because yeah. i didn't wear my i know my gucci
4: sneaks
3: <laughs> ti is our leader so
4: if he's cool with it we're cool with it right yeah <laughs> all right listen coming up at the top of the hour the judge in the amber geiger murder trial defense hugging her at the sentencing we'll talk about it at the top of the hour right after
2: this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
4: District Judge Tammy Kemp, who is a sister uh, who presided over the Amber Geiger trial, she's come under fire for the compassion that she showed last week to Amber Geiger. Uh, you, of course, Amber Geiger was convicted of murdering both both of Botham Jean. Uh, during Geiger's sentencing, the victim's brother Brent John also wished her well and hugged her, talking about Amber Guy, Geiger. Uh, both Judge Kemp and Brent John's actions have angered some in the African American community. Judge Kemp said. Said that Amber Geiger asked her twice for a hug. She hesitated the first time. Judge Kemp told NBC News, I could not refuse that woman a hug. Take
9: a listen. I'm trying to look at the person beyond the act.
2: This morning, District Judge Tammy Kemp speaking publicly for the first time, sharing how the Amber Geiger murder trial changed her and her courtroom forever.
3: Can I give her a hug, please?
2: Yes. Moments like when Brant John asked the judge if he could hug the woman who killed his brother. That surprising and emotional hug leading to another from the judge herself.
9: I just said to her, Miss Geiger, Mr. Mr. John has forgiven you. Please forgive yourself, so that you can live a purposeful life. And she said, Do you think my life can still have purpose? And I said, I know it can. We the jury,
2: After a, a jury convicted you. Geiger of murder and sentenced her to 10 years, Kemp stepped away and returned with a Bible, handing it to Geiger, who asked for a hug before
9: going to prison. Your job is to do justice, to love mercy, and walk humbly. So how can you not hug this lady? So we hugged.
7: What would you feel then?
9: I felt somebody who was incredibly fragile.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, you know, it's things like this uh we are in such a world of uh hate now mm-hmm. that uh-huh. any acts of compassion and love and kind. is almost yeah. startling. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we've accepted hate and 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 boycotting and lawsuits and 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 dislikes and all this we've accepted it as the norm. We accept mm-hmm. it from the White House now, True. that that's the norm. So when you see in any act of compassion, any act of love, any act of forgiveness, what? Yeah. It, we're we're appalled. How dare you? That that's what the world we've come to, man. Do 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 you realize that? Yeah. We're in a yeah. world now. Where any act of love, forgiveness, or kindness, it, we are appalled. The world is appalled at that. When it used to be, we way. were appalled mm-hmm. at evil doing. Now, do good. And not only do we get appalled at it, you get hated for doing it. Mm-hmm. This and is judged. a different day we're living in, it, man.
7: Yeah. That's That's what yeah. I
1: gather from this. That, that's what I see when I see this man I mean because man they can't wait to lace the judge Botham's brother mm-hmm. I mean they talking to this boy like he ain't lost his brother yeah. right. right and you yes. don't know how he yes. feels
4: yes. you have no idea yes
5: we yes. may that's hard that's exactly. man yeah well, we you upset definitely
3: can't stand, a a stand in his shoes you definitely
0: mm-hmm. can't stand yeah. in his shoes yeah oh, now we made and at also I saw that that interview too, as well, and the judge was saying she thought the embrace was okay because the trial was over as mm-hmm. well. You know, she didn't do it during the proceedings. Oh, that's right. You know, over. she been sentenced.
1: Yeah. You know, this ain't no yes. "I'ma hug you" yes. and then now let me give you a lighter sentence. The right. sentence was right. passed down by the jury.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing you yeah. could
1: do. What did the judge do wrong? And the judge gave her a Bible so you mm-hmm. can have a purposeful life. She said, "Do you think my life can still have purpose? This woman just killed somebody, man. Yeah. Don't you know the hell this woman fit to catch? Mm-hmm. She's going to prison as a police officer. You you can't have a worse state. Going to prison as a police officer, man. Yeah, y- y- this this man, please." Wow, yeah. All
4: right, well, Mm -hmm. we're going to switch gears here. Coming up, more music, more trending topics on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right,
4: guys! Some trending comedy news, all you comedians. Uh, we love comedian and Blackish star Dion Cole. Love me some Yes, we do. Well, he's Yo. back with a so brand my new man. <laughs>
0: no, he's so funny. Saw so him at the gas uh, station last week. Did you really? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> he he's back with a brand new comedy stand-up special. It is on Netflix. I
3: saw it. It's called Cole yeah. Hearted. Yes, sir. Uh, we you love saw it some Dion Cole. It's funny. I, I saw the advertisement <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah, I
1: saw the advertisement uh-huh. of. it.
4: Uh, he's just a kid from the Chicago. Cool kid, no, yes, 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 yes. From I've, my I've been town. knowing him a
1: long. I've been knowing him a long time. He's really man, one of the really, really good comedic minds mm-hmm. in the business, man. He he puts some unique spins on his work, man. I think mm-hmm. y'all should check out this Netflix. I've seen it. Oh, oh you really? saw it? On? Oh, I ain't yeah.
4: I, I plan to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. No, I'm I'm I've seen watch- it. I'm a, I'm it. It's really.
1: Yeah. really funny man Ooh, you know you can download they it. have it on the plane no
0: oh, he got download netflix
1: it. on his phone, oh, my
0: phone. On, on my phone uh, on my ipad Ooh, we
3: got to catch your ass <laughs>
6: Look,
0: you can download on your ipad huh you can huh? download
6: on your ipad you yeah. know that
3: <laughs> no you don't know that i
6: don't even know what i said
1: ah
3: uh, <laughs> all these private jet flights you ain't watching nothing i got
1: <laughs> i got a lot of movies downloaded <laughs> on my ipad I that's just watched uh, the Book of Eli again. Still don't didn't believe his ass.
4: Dion was blo- I mean, Dion. Uh, it was Lavelle. Updated yeah. no. All right, look. Uh, <laughs> anyway, congratulations to Dion Cole. We love you, Dion Cole. Uh, cold-hearted. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 after the hour. Right after
2: this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh oh.
3: Uh oh.
0: Uh oh. I guess that's our cue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: Mong for Jesus, <laughs> J. Mama, mm. Oh Jesus, mmm, ain't it good, Oh no, Jesus? Good morning, <laughs> everyone. Good morning, Sister <laughs> Odell Good morning, Sister, Odell. Morning, Sister Odell. Hey, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell, how you doing? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Hey, Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. Good. It's good to hear from you this morning. Mm, did you Did you adjust your voice? No, ma'am. Oh, there it is. There it is. It, it. it pops in and out. It's, it's like it's got a shout in it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Hi, boy.
3: Yes, ma'am, Sister Odell. How you mm-hmm. doing?
5: Good. You back to being respectful. That's mighty kind of you. Yes, Thank ma'am. You. Yes, ma'am. Hello, Shirley. Well, hello and welcome, 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 Sister Odell. Well, girlie, good to be here. God, God is good. Huh? Amen, <laughs> <Hey, laughs> Sister <laughs> Odell. You <laughs> just, just, just ran right through me just now. <laughs> you know what, Sister Didn't Odell?
4: Huh? I, you know what? We were just talking, and mm-hmm. normally, you know, we don't ask uh, people. Uh, And I don't want to be disrespectful, like, of age, what their dreams are. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, We usually reserve that for uh, younger people who have uh, Uh the the majority of their life ahead of them. But we wanted to take the time, since you're here, to ask you, because um, surely you still have some
5: dreams. Well, see, when people get around my age, they don't call them dreams anymore. They call them bucket lists.
4: Oh, oh, yes, oh, man. Oh, okay.
5: okay. All right.
4: Good boy. Well, see, that's oh, the yeah. difference. It ain't, it ain't uh-huh. just,
5: just what you want to hear up and do.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's what the you know, is at it. this age, you need to start <laughs> scratching stuff off. You ain't got time to build nothing.
4: <laughs> all right, well, well, then tell us.
5: Yeah, yeah, all your building years is done. Yeah, that
4: yes, You I just know. need to
5: get some money out the bank and go on and go on over there and see
4: it. All right, so okay. so what's well, on your bucket list, uh, Sister Odell?
5: Thinking about marrying LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Go ahead. <laughs> Not really? Mrs. James, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're just thinking yeah, about
5: Yeah, Odell it. James. <laughs> you know, they said it'll King be James. easy if I married that wide receiver from the Browns, OBJ. Uh-huh. Cause then my name is already old. And then uh-huh. his name, Junior, uh-huh. Odell mm-hmm. Beckham, Junior, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and see it be just Odell, Junior.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Coming up, our last break of the day, and of course, some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, he's so smart, we love him, Steve Harvey,
2: right after this. You're listening listen, to the listen, Steve Harvey listen. Morning Show.
4: All right, uh, it's been a good hump day, huh? Yeah, it's been yeah. great. Yeah. I think so, Lady? right? Hope day? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it? I was waiting for, Steve. That's what day it is. Where? <laughs> well, we're on our way to Cancun. Yeah. woo Yeah. Yeah. Sand
5: and Going back to Indiana. Sand Indiana, here Mexico. I come. Oh, yeah.
6: yeah. Yeah, thank you, Uncle. I appreciate it. I need this. Ain't no problem. I
1: I'll see you down there. Let's get on out of here so we can get to it. Get these sticks
0: (laughs) going.
3: He said, kid, what, George? Get these sticks going. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Steve.
5: (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know. um, Your turn. I kind of mentioned it earlier. But, you know, um, just as a closing remark, I want to say this. Um, And, you know, I've been thinking about this Botham John thing for so long, the reaction of social media to this young boy who uh, forgave this police officer for killing his brother and then asked for a hug. And I've read a lot of the things and watched the comments about the judge coming off the stand and hugging this police officer who killed this young man and, uh, everybody, I mean, man, everybody's upset about this. Uh, it seems like, but you know, I I, I just wanted to say this and, and let me tell you something, man. If you want to be upset about it, I understand. If you're a person who couldn't hug somebody who killed your brother, I understand. I do. Because I don't, I don't even know, that i would have that in me i know at that particular moment i probably wouldn't but the fact that i didn't have it in me don't mean that that young man can't have it in him and as we were talking the other day and i kept listening to a lot of men say he a better man than me and the dude that said it was 48 and one of the dudes said it was 30 and another dude said it was fifty and I'm sitting up here at 62, and I'm listening to everybody talk about, well, he's a better man than me, and that made me start to think, wow, at 18, he's already a better man than us? Man, what, what have we been doing wrong? And I just started thinking about that. And, but the outcry of hatred and the social media that's going towards this judge, it, it just caused me to think about this thing again, man. Our world is so filled with hatred now. This is probably the most hateful this world has ever been. I know it's the most one of the most hateful times I've lived in. Even though at times for blacks weren't great when I was a kid, I was sheltered from it to a degree. You know, I saw it on TV. I knew my parents were sitting in at lunch counters and my brother's was nationalists and Panthers and you know, I was feeling some kind of way, especially when they killed Dr. King and I started feeling uh, a disappointment and a dislike for people who didn't like us and we, everybody went through that. But this is the most hateful, outward hateful time. And for us as black people, we've seen many of these years. I don't know which is worse, you know, cause slavery was definitely one of the greatest atrocities ever perpetrated against a human group of people, ever. That's not to knock any other atrocity because the Holocaust was certainly right there. And I'm pretty sure the Asian Americans feel the same way about being in encamped in, in prisons also during the war. So I'm not comparing it, I'm just saying slavery was vicious. Now, we live in a very hateful time today, and it's so hateful that And we've accepted the hatred as normal to the point, everybody, where if anybody does anything kind, if somebody hugs somebody, if somebody forgives somebody, if somebody gives somebody a Bible, if somebody tells them they love them, guess what? That's not the norm anymore. And it's actually frowned upon. You actually get hated on for doing something that's an act of love. Now, what this young man did, it shocked the courtroom. It ch- there were people crying in that court. The judge was crying. He was crying. She was crying. But man, he forgave her. Whether he forgave her at the trial or he gave her 10 years later, he did it that day. He was a better man than most of us. We all keep saying that. So let's give him credit for being a better man. What's the hate for? What's the hate of the judge for? The sentence had already been passed down. The jury came back and gave her the years. The judge stepped up the thing, hugged her, and gave her a Bible and told her that she has a chance to make something out of her life. That woman said, you still think I can make something out of my life? Do you know that this woman is going to prison as a police officer? You know what's fitting to happen to this girl. It ain't no way around that. That's the rules of prison. This girl fitting to pay. And the fact that you don't know what's going to happen and you want her to pay with more years and all that, it ain't really up to us all the time. Y'all, we have got to start treating, we have got to stop treating acts of kindness, love and forgiveness like it's an, like it's something evil, like it's something wrong. The very thing we should be applauding is the thing that we've now grown to hate, kindness, love and forgiveness. It's supposed to be the other way around. It really is. Just think about that, y'all, because I've been forced to think about it since I said he's a better man than me, and how he got to be a better man than me at 18, and I'm 62. Kind of threw me a little bit. I'm gonna just be real with you. Those are my closing remarks.
4: Yep. Drop it, baby. Drop Robert it. Likes. Yeah. Uh, Say that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Y'all have well, a good fine. weekend. You got yeah? us all. Think I'm not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. You
3: don't want to have want to see all your golf scores when you get back. You understand me, sir? Uh, all we got to do is
0: play. Man, putt, putt easy. Everybody hit the ball. Shut up, Junior. <laughs> Shut up.
3: You don't even know what a club is.
0: Shut up. <laughs>